This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona, this is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. That's why this audience is gonna have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room, Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, thanks. Uh, welcome back for the second hour of our late afternoon and early evening show, Wednesday, 9 August, Year of Lord 2023, the, what, 78th uh, anniversary or commemoration of uh, Nagasaki. Um, as we talked about in the, in the last hour, one thing that concerns us here at the War Room is we have this unrestricted warfare by the Chinese Communist Party uh, that's all over the United States. Remember, they've declared war on us starting back in May I think it was she declared a people's war back in May of uh, 2019 uh, when they decided to decouple from certain uh, technologies, particularly social media technology. They thought the social media guys might have too much power and they wanted to do it themselves for total uh, social control. Uh, now we are hurtling towards a kinetic war in the South China Sea, the Straits of Taiwan and the island of Taiwan. Uh, and if you don't think we have a moral obligation, which I understand a lot of people don't, I can understand that. Just the feasibility right now, Taiwan makes essentially the world supply of advanced chips. It's not easy. You cannot just move those factories. If uh, the Chinese Communist Party takes it, they control 25, 30, 40% of the American economy right off the bat. Uh, I want to get into that in the geopolitics of what's happening in Ukraine. We got a lot of uh, analysis, some populist movements in Italy. We're going to get to some populist moves finally by Maloney in Italy. We're going to get to all that with Ben Harnwell, but I want to go back. Dr. Sean, uh, Roland, Dr. Roland, I, I didn't have time this morning. What I'm so enthusiastic about Jace Medical is how you guys have taken Rosemary Gibson's warning to America about the CCP's control of generic drugs, the manufacturing of those, and the control particularly of uh, API, uh, the active form pharmaceutical ingredients that goes in everything, including vitamin C, which they, I think they control 100% of that, and how they would use that as strategic leverage over us, and we really never got the lesson. You're the first one to take action. But you've actually gone and drilled down even more on it, and I want to talk about the threat of cyber attacks on our hospitals, sir. Yeah, you bring up, I mean, those are all really the main reason uh, why we started this company to begin with. Uh, was recognizing the the existential threat uh, that exists when it comes to our supply chain, uh, being wholly dependent on uh, th this overseas production really out of China. Uh, and you know, there's no the list is long of of reasons why uh, everyone should be concerned about this. Uh, you know, we've been talking a lot lately about just this, the, the building pressure with all that's going on geopolitically with China um, and other countries. Uh, you know, just last week, this was actually um, Thursday, Friday, it was reported, uh, the cyber attacks. These are, these are the healthcare industry actually turns out is the, the number one industry that's targeted uh, with these cyber attacks. And uh, we're, we're starting to see them more frequently and they're having larger impacts. Uh, the latest shut down hospitals that shut down primary care clinics, uh, we're, we're so dependent now on computers with healthcare 
from everything from your encounter with your physician uh, to the to the prescription that gets sent to a pharmacy. Uh, so it's just one more link in that chain that has been disrupted and will continue to be disrupted. Um, this affected multiple states around the country, and it's just it's just one of of many things we can talk about, right? Uh, as far as reasons why people need to wake up and and do something to to protect themselves. Um, now there's a lot more that goes into being prepared than just what we do, but this is this is this is our focus. Our focus is prescription medications, is getting people a supply of the medications they take every day, as well as emergency medications like antibiotics. Yeah, but here's the thing, and and we have a lot of you know we have My Patriot Supply and some of these great uh, companies that get you prepared and, and make sure that you're ahead of the game. But if you don't have your medicine, and the Chinese know this. They they understand this. I, look, they're making a ton of money. It's it's primarily economic, but it's just it's just like in the PPE uh, during the uh, during the uh, the early months of the pandemic, they use that strategically as a weapon. Every aspect of life, of the economy, of culture, of civilization, whatever they will use to their strategic advantage. That's why the the um, unrestricted warfare the unrestricted warfare manual is theirs, and they said, look. We never want to fight the foreign devils uh, kinetically because they do know how to fight and they've got incredible weapon systems. So what we want to do is political warfare, information warfare, cyber warfare, political warfare. Those five, four or five areas of warfare, we want to be aggressive and we want to be on the offense. When you just say yeah, that you, cyber attacks on hospitals, the number one cyber attacks, explain that for a second. Give me a minute on that because I think most people are going to find that shocking. They would think it would be on our financial system or on uh on our grid yeah right well you know a lot of these uh cyber attacks are are uh, financially motivated and we've been told uh that some of the largest uh, actors out there are, are come from these state-sponsored um groups um being russia china uh, and some others and principally, they are looking for these are these. They're holding these places for ransom. They they get your protected health information. It's it's this is a rich place to go looking for people who are willing to pay to get to get that information back. And so yeah, so healthcare systems are are a prime target, um, just for just for financial reasons. But I think you you touched on it when you mentioned um, these other these strategic ways of of unrestricted warfare with China. Uh, you know, it is the ace up their sleeve. They, they right now they're making all this money because they produce all these medications that the world is dependent on. You brought up the PPE in in, in uh, during COVID, and that's a great example. Uh, it wasn't just us that that came holding our hand out, you know, asking for this PPE from China. It was the it was global, and we were just standing in line with everyone else. Uh, imagine that situation with with life-saving medications that we that our country the world is dependent on we're going to be in line the same way uh, as everyone else is and these cyber attacks um you know right now i get trying to get people to to come to the to the website to go through the process to get prepared that's that's why i do this that's that's what i'm trying to we're trying to get the word out and so we're trying to it's just trying to point out to people these are things that are happening right now. These cyber attacks are happening right now, and and if you think that that uh, it's just going to stop with one or two because people are, it'll be handled by the government uh, because you know they're they are out there trying to protect us. Um, 
it's it's not things are getting worse and, and they'll continue to get worse it's it's not an if it's a win Where do people, and it's not even a win it is happening now it's 100 percent. and by the way as we get closer to the kinetic the cyber attacks on the grid on the hospitals on the medical system on everything is going to be absolutely the leading edge of this, this is what we had the we talked about a couple of weeks ago big big a huge piece in the wall street journal where they said hey we understand that we may be on the path of third world war but between cyber and bioweapons it might be over before it starts. So Jace Medical, where do people go? I, the one thing I love about your site, you immerse people in information on this. So where do they go to find out more? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. You'll see on there, we've got a lot of information about the process. Uh, you know, if you're new to telemedicine, it is a telemedicine process. Uh, you do need to enter some basic health information. It is reviewed by a physician. Uh, so if you're new to that process, we'll walk you through. Before you go through it, you'll see what you have to do. Uh, we've tried to make it as easy and as accessible as possible. Uh, it really couldn't be any easier than sitting sitting in the comfort of your home, yeah. not having to make uh, appointments, go through you know this whole long process. Instead, you sit down, you go to the website. Uh, there's there's uh, we've got articles if if you're interested in in all the reasons why we do this. Answer any of your questions. Uh, but the process itself takes about 10 minutes. And and within a few days, you'll have these medications shipped to your door. Yeah, I'm a huge believer of the telemedicine. Uh, thanks for doing this. Thanks for setting, Thanks for taking the warning of uh, Rosemary Gibson and the War Room to heart and taking action on it. That's what we love. Uh, Dr. Sean, fantastic. Great work. Thank, thanks. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to get the word out. Why are you doing it on this cyber? I got to make sure um, you're you're manning the ramparts, as you saw from the morning show. If if this war room posse can't uh, organize and help weaponize the counter to what's happening with this billions of dollars being spent by these uh, offshore billionaires, you saw this in Ohio. You're going to see it all over. Um, the last thing we can have is to have you under financial duress. The easiest way to do that, since ninety percent of your net worth is tied up in your home is to have somebody go in a cyber criminal or even a state actor, go in, take your title uh, on a cyber attack, go to a hard money lender, get a $200,000 second on your home. Right. And then all of a sudden you've got the hard money lender. And by the way, the hard money lender at the high rates, when you go to them, they're going to say, Hey, tough break for a swell guy or gal. We, we closed the deal. You, somebody got the money. We don't have it. You're going to pay it back because it's on your home. If not, we'll take your home. So go to htl.com, hometitlelock.com. Go to the day, check it out. We cannot have you exposed. We need you at the ramparts. We can't have you worrying about paying off some hard money lender. Ben, I'm going to take this a little bit in, in, in different order than we talked about. What I want to do is talk about <clears throat> Maloney has stood up to the Chinese Communist Party, and it's kind of shocked people. Uh, remember, when we talk about this, uh, the impeachment of Biden in this situation with CEFC, they're the capital markets uh, allocator for one belt, one road. Georgia Maloney, when she came over here to the United States, it wasn't a great trip as far as the MAGA faithful and the people that love her go, uh, because she did kind of embrace the situation in Ukraine. She did embrace the, the Biden regime's uh, policies on that. But then she went back. And she shocked people by essentially telling the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, to pack up and go home. And remember, Venice, not just historically being the, the launching point for Marco Polo, but such a key strategic port in Europe 
was going to be the railhead of a lot of the one belt, one road. Walk me through what what got Georgia Maloney. How's this played in uh, in Italy? First off, because a couple of years ago, remember, we had the policy sonar guy on here who wrote the book hasn't been translated outside of Italian. But he wrote a book about how the Chinese Communist Party with their deals with the Vatican, uh, with their deals with the corrupt, uh, you know, um, a political class in Italy and particularly some of the companies that wanted to play Patsy in and talking about PPE. Even if you look at the best case, which was Navarro's, hey, they didn't let off on purpose. It was accidental, but then they exacerbated it. Northern Italy was one of the worst aspects of that. And on the PPE, it was the Italians that they gave the hardest time to until they bled out some PPE to help uh, help Italy when he had such a problem with the pandemic. So how did Maloney sit there and say China had there's the exit head out? Well, Steve, it's an interesting question. Um and I'd have to say that Italians are looking at this with a certain degree of scepticism because the lens that they're looking at it through is really that the present foreign policy issue of the day it has been for a year and a half, which is Ukraine. Um, and it, the fact that I think we first reported this on the war room like 12 months ago, that the, uh, that the government's support behind uh, Ukraine, this is according even under the previous administration of Mario Draghi, the, the former president of the European Central Bank, that 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 support, full support of, of President Zelensky and Ukraine did not have a majority of, of Italian support. It was below 50 percent even 12 months ago. And the situation um, in that regard has only deteriorated. So the, the, the current withdrawal from One Belt, One Road is seen in that because the, the perception here in Italy is that the, when, uh, when, when Italy signed up to One Belt, One Road, that was under um, uh, Giuseppe uh, Conti, the, 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 the former uh, five-star prime minister. And that, that, that was very much an idea. The intention there was to try to separate Italy ever so slightly from the, the, very, um, the perception of a very dominant presence felt here in Italy of, of the United States military industrial complex. So it was an idea to try and buy Italy a little bit of neutrality. Um, it's, not, it's not so much the issue of the CCP and what people you know, here in Italy, I'm talking about the debate is it's not the same debate uh, as, as what is currently taking place in the United States. Um, it was more perceived, perceived as an idea beforehand to try to, 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 to obtain for Italy just a little bit of discretion for its own national movement, simply other than being basically uh, a military base on, on, on a peninsula for the, for the United States. Now, so when Giorgio Maloney pulls out of, of One Belt, One Road, the, the perception is, and obviously if you're looking at the, the newspapers, uh, whenever there are, like, for example, at Vilnius, who was there right at the centre of the um, of the photo the, uh, with Vladimir Zelensky and President Biden? The very person at the centre of that photo was Giorgio Maloney. That's how Italians are seeing this. They're seeing this not so much as a fight for Italy's independence, but a manoeuvring of Italy out of the orbit of Russia, China together and into the into the orbit of of um, of the, the military industrial complex. That's really how it's being seen. So the idea that there was going to be a popular rising of support for this, um, as there would be in the United States in, in a similar situation, 
isn't quite um, it's not it's not quite not it's not the conversations I've been having today, for example. I, 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 I want I, w- I want to get the geopolitics right in the politics. There's not a bigger fan of Georgia Maloney than the war room and Steve Bannon. And I know, Ben, you think very, very highly of her also. And I think one of the things that's caught us by surprise, particularly given all the revelations about Ukraine and you've got in the U.K., you know, exports Johnson, it's getting a little soft and France is getting a little soft as Germany, definitely soft. And here in the United States, the American people kind of shifted away from it is Maloney. And, and she was so kind of effusive and been effusive about this, particularly the whole uh, uh, trip in the United States. The the only thing the media really covered, because I think it's what the Biden regime put out, was her stalwart support of the U.S.'s effort in, in, in Ukraine. Uh, why is that? Because it's just it's just that they, Italy needs the money from NATO or they need the money from the EU. But she's just she's become an anchor tenant in this, because uh, I would say that right now you could probably argue that Italy is the foremost country in NATO that supports uh, the Biden regime's policy. Italy and the UK. Um, and in fact, the UK has un- has undergone, I would suggest, a parallel manoeuvre for broadly the same reasons. I, I think when-, when the UK was dallying with one belt, one road, it hadn't gone all the way in as far as Italy had done. But the idea, I think, there was just to try and buy itself just a little bit of space from simply being a military extension, an island military extension. Of, of the military industrial complex. Um, and again, America put pressure on, on, on the UK and the UK said, actually, no, yeah, if, if push comes to shove, we're going to throw a lot in with the United States rather than China. Um, so there's the same sort of dynamic there. I would suggest, you know, talking about uh, Maloney's visit to, to the White House, was that about 10 days ago? Um, yeah, I mean, the reason is, it's because it is, and perception is really important when you're trying to hold uh, an alliance, an alliance which is which is not exactly uh, uh, overflowing with popular support amongst its respective uh, national participants. It's because it gives a great deal of credibility for Joe Biden to, say, to sit here and say, look, here's our, our strong ally, Italy. And Italy is a strong ally militarily of the United States, no doubt about that, like the UK. Here we are. Here's another leader, European leader here, visiting me in the White House. And look how Look how resolute we are. Look how united we are in fighting down that evil Vladimir Putin. And it gives a great deal of uh, credibility, I I think, to the US-led effort that there are European partners here who are willing to toe that line. Um, It's not not helping uh, Maloney, I, I don't think, domestically, not with her base. Now, whether she's able to say, you know, you know what, I'm, I'm going to maneuver my party to the centre. Uh, that's that's exactly what the platform that she's been since, since she became prime minister last October. She's been moving her party from its post its post fascist roots in, into a, a very much a centrist party uh, in, in in the Italian political context. Now, whether her overall strategy is well, you know, there's you know, there's no one to the right of me. Um, so basically, I can move, maneuver the party to the centre, expand my appeal. I leave my uh, right flank vulnerable, but if there's no one there to attack me, that's fine. And you know, I'm going to hoover up extra support on on, on the centre and even perhaps on the left. Um, that might be the, the strategic gamble that she's playing. It's going to be too soon to to, to say to, to know whether that works out or not. Um, but there is a certain logic to what she's doing, as there is a certain logic, to go back to your question, to what President Biden was doing. And, of course, that the, 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 
the um, the readout that they put out after that meeting, it does it centered on the one thing that was important to the White House, which is showing a united European front against Russia. We've got a lot to go through with Ukraine. I don't know if we have the time to fully develop it, including the Chris Christie aspect of it and others. And I think what we're going to do is hold that for tomorrow because my favorite paper in the world, the Financial Times of London, has a, actually a draw-dropping story today that you highlighted to me. Uh, and I don't know if we can get it up on on screen. But, Ben, tell me about this. The Financial Times of London, what are they reporting? Something that you and I are very close to, but now it's reached – the most important financial paper, the Wall Street Journal for the World, has got an in-depth report on this. What's going on? So this is headlined, a new Catholic counter-revolution is underway in Europe. And this is exactly not the type of article that you would expect to see in the, in the financial times. And it's very well written. There are a couple of um, bum notes that, that don't quite sound right. But obviously, because it's not being written by someone from, from within the... The, the traditionist movement. But it's very interesting that this is now taking uh, an article, taking up cover space, page space, um, in, in, in the most sedate of financial newspapers. So it, it's, um, its starting point is the World Youth Day, which has been taking place in Portugal, which is a huge jamboree of, of, of Catholic youth, which get together every two, three years. Um, and it's been going on since 1986, uh, when when John Paul II launched the first one in in Rome. In, in this, uh, under, under John, uh, just under John Paul II, it was this was drawing millions of people. I mean, they had one in Denver, Colorado. I mean, this was a massive youth movement under John Paul. But my point is, it's it's quite a big movement. It's not some small marginal thing. No, this is this is absolutely the event on the calendar for it's like the Olympics, if you will, um, as, as a as a as a, a jamboree, I suppose, uh, would be the correct word for, for, for Catholic youth to pray, uh, to build, to build um, fellowship with, with other young Catholics from, from other nations. It sparks a lot of vocations and it has done since its, since its beginning. A lot of young priests, a lot of young monks, um, a lot of young nuns will say, um, quite a lot will say that they discovered their vocation at a, at a World Youth Day. Um, it, it's, a, it's a spiritual event. It was founded by John Paul II as a spiritual renewal event. Obviously, under um, everybody's favourite Pope, um, Francis, um, Pope Francis, um, it's, it's less and less of a spiritual event and more of a political event. And the numbers reflect this. You were talking about the millions of people who turned out. So here, um, according to the FT's figures, there were um, of the um, of the three hundred and fifty four thousand pilgrims that were from were from France. Forty two, excuse me, of the three hundred and fifty four thousand pilgrims um, that were there, forty two thousand were from France. And here is a key passage um, that I'd like to read out now, just to set the context before I do this. The traditionalist movement in the Catholic Church uh, was really founded um, as a response uh, against, as a reaction against the Second Vatican Council, which is a, a huge, huge, the, the defining ecclesiastical event in, in five centuries for the Catholic Church. It took place between 1962 and 65, and all the bishops of the world came um, and participated in that. And that's really when the, the, the Catholic Church, for traditionalist Catholics, that's really when it 
started to go pear-shaped. And any graph that you look at, any graph, whether it's to do with vocations, mass attendance, belief in the real presence of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist, any of these, the, the, the metrics, they all go down. They're all going down. Um, and it's been an absolute disaster and a tra tragedy. However, the, the reaction against the Second Vatican Council was, was led by a, a, an archbishop, a French archbishop called Marcel Lefebvre um, and his followers who were eventually, he, his, he and his priestly society, they were excommunicated. He was French, right? And this is the point I'm getting to. The traditionist movement, in as far as it really exists in the world, is still largely based in France. Most of the Lefebvreist priests are French. That's where the, 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 the mass, the, 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 the majority of mass goes up. It's in France. This is very important for the point that I'm going to get to. But here I'm going to read, read a very, very interesting paragraph here from the FT. While church attendance in France continues to scrape along at levels that are a tiny fraction of those seen in the 1950s, which is absolutely true, the poll suggests that young French Catholics today are highly observant and favour the most traditional forms of ritual, including the Latin Mass. And according to the political scientist Jan Razon de Clouseau, this group, which wields an influence out of all proportion to its size, and I might repeat that uh, later, I might repeat that phrase later, thanks to social media and other network work effects, is at the heart of the re-emergence of conservative Catholicism as a political as well as religious force. That is a very, very perceptive, well-written and entirely accurate statement. And I'm, I'm surprised, but delighted to find that in the mainstream press, because it really ties in the relationship. You know, Steve, you, you've been saying for years how our culture is, is upstream from politics. This here, this paragraph, that, that is that statement in full. Because the relationship in France, whereas there are, and the article lists the relationship between traditionist Catholics here, here with Fratelli d'Italia in, in Italy and with Vox in Spain, whilst there is a relationship there, um, it's far more symbi symbiotic and, and running both ways in France. The traditionist movement in France, you have traditionist politicians who go to the old mass, they go to the old, they go to traditionist events, they go on the marches, and it's, there's, there's, uh, there's an interface between these two movements. Here, I would say it's ever more slightly the case that right-wing parties... Ben, Ben... Ben, Ben, hang on for, for one second. We're going to finish this. We're going to, we're going to take a short commercial break. Uh, we have Dr. Miriam uh, Grossman and Brandon Showalter on deck. We're going to take a short commercial break. Ben Harn was going to join us on the other side. What? We are days away from the Durban Accords, the greatest threat to the United States dollar's global dominance in the past 80 years. On August 22nd, BRICS nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, are expected to announce the launch of a new international supercurrency fully backed by gold or other commodities. This is part of their long-term plan to supplant the United States and the dollar as the cornerstones of the global financial system. How can you protect your IRA or 401k from the fallout from this landmark announcement? Diversify with gold from Birch Gold Group. Historically, gold has been a safe haven in times of high uncertainty, which is right now. 
Get a free info kit on gold IRAs and decide for yourself if a tax-sheltered retirement account backed by physical precious metals is right for you. Text the word Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. This is a monumental shift happening among nations that control one-third of the world's GDP. And it kicks off on August 22nd. Arm yourself with information to protect your retirement savings. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to the number 989898 and claim your free information kit from Birch Gold. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand. And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. Okay, imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up, end quote. Now, that's the Field of Greens Better Health Promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of Greens, end quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy, if you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take Field of Greens. Look, Field of Greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room But they can promise, at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Bannon, and get the better health promise. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Ben, I want to make sure we make the connection because here in the United States, just with the evangelical community, the traditional Catholics, the Latin Mass Catholics, the one that the FBI field office in Richmond wrote a report is a breeding ground 
for domestic terrorists for the for the for the raising of uh, domestic terrorists, and they did that focused on the parish that my parents, my mom and dad, who were hobbits, right, uh, helped found back in the 1970s in Richmond, Virginia. How that also translates to Europe, how the traditional Catholics are tied to the populist right. Um, there's a similarity and there's a difference. The, um, the similarities, and to go back to this statement here, that um, that the group of traditionalist Catholics wields an influence out of all proportion according to its size, that's true in the United States as it is true in Europe. The difference is, in Europe, we're, we're very much here on our own, isolated amongst by the mainstream church, very much isolated. Um, and we very much feel ourselves counter-cultural and against the system. I don't quite think that's the case in the United States. And the reason is, even though you might think that on, on grounds of doctrine, the gulf is huge, in terms of the key political issues, the, the traditionalist Catholics are very much fortified in the United States by the absolute numerical uh, huge numbers of Bible-believing evangelicals. Um, that's really, strange as it might seem, that makes the, 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 the ability, the presence of, of traditional traditionalist Catholicism so much stronger in the United States. And not just traditionalist Catholicism, also mainstream Catholicism is very much renewed. Um, you know, whenever I visit the United States, whenever I'm talking um, or praying here in Italy with visiting American Catholics, they don't have to be traditionalist, but you can see that they're very much influenced by, uh, by the presence of Bible-believing evangelical Protestant, Protestantism in the United States. Uh, and that in a sense, this is why America is the, the leading force in the culture wars. It's the reason why why America, the, the church in America, is target number one. It has the crosshairs placed right over it by Francis that he wants to take it down because it is the principal opposition now to his agenda, uh, his globalist, uh, somewhat syncretical agenda. So it's strange, it's counterintuitive, but it is a discernible reality that the real difference fighting in the culture wars, which has ripples which carry on further outside the United States takes take, take place in the United States and that take, takes together the very best of Catholics and the very best of uh, Bible-believing evangelicals together. So that, that's the difference um, between, the two, between the two continents. Okay, we're going to have, uh, we'll have time tomorrow to go through Ukraine because a lot going on there, a lot to go through, including, uh, you know, Christy, who's always, uh, you know, Going after President Trump, that Chris, he has such tremendous experience uh, and is, you know, gets so many uh, amazing insights into China and all this other stuff. He had this humiliating, embarrassing where he basically, I guess, gave handwritten lyrics to a Bon Jovi song to Zelensky. But I want to make sure we can take our time and, and, and go through that in detail. Ben, until then, your amazing work on Ukraine and all of it. How do people get to you on social media? Steve, I saw the video of Chris Christie with uh, President Zelensky and Chris Christie had in his hands the, the handwritten lyrics to It's My Life. I thought for one moment he was going to snatch it up, screw it up in his mouth and, and, and eat it. Fortunately, he resisted the temptation and he did give it over to, uh, to the Ukrainian president. God. Folks, if, if you want to follow me, I'm on Getter. <laughs> I just tap in my surname there, at Harnwell. Uh, also look out for me on warroom.org. And if you want the links to the articles that I've referred to talking to Steve uh, this afternoon, then by all means, uh, come to the, the video on, on Getter uh, or Rumble, and I'll post the articles through there. 
Thanks, Steve. God bless. I can't believe as good as good a man as you are, Ben Harnwell, and lived Christianity. You came with that that Trump like hit at the end. But we'll go into more about it because it's actually quite serious what we know about what's happening in Ukraine. Uh, uh, Christie went and made such a big deal that he went as the only candidate to go over there. And he had the big you know bouquet of flowers and all that, and and now we find out the buffoonism. And he didn't really find out. They just spun him. They they treated him like any kind of person going through there. But we'll go so much we got to in the Ukraine. I don't want to force it in here. We got a lot more. We'll go through it tomorrow. Ben Harnwell, thank you so much. God bless, Steve. One of the reasons I, I we're going to do Ukraine tomorrow. We've got uh, we've got is Dr. Grossman up yet? She's not. Okay, we're working on Dr. I found uh, from Tony uh, Lyons has told me that this amazing book by Dr. Miriam Grossman, uh, which is absolutely critical in this understanding of this transgen- radical transgender ideology lost in transnation is actually being suppressed by the bookstores, I think Barnes & Noble in particular, but I want to get Dr. Grossman up here in a minute as soon as we work out the technical, but I've got the great Brandon Showwater is with us on this article in the Christian Post. Brandon, just get it, take a minute or two and just get us up to speed on where we are in this whole battle, because as I've told you before, I think people are a little overwhelmed where this has kind of come out of nowhere. And now I just saw the other day, because you've alerted me to be on the watch for these things. I think the American what Pediatric Society just came back and reiterated their stand on this. And I think what's caught most Americans by surprise, given the radical nature of this, is how so many institutions in our country seem to be on board of this. I mean, in a minute, hopefully when we get Dr. Grossman up, you're going to find out like the bookstores don't want, you know, Amazon, these people don't want, Dr. Grossman's book out. They want to suppress the the information out there that's a counter argument to what they're doing. So can you get us up to speed on where we stand with this entire this entire ideology? Well, yes, Steve. And the American Academy of Pediatrics, which, you know, if you go to your doctor's visits, if parents are listening and they take their kids to see the pediatrician, they'll often hear lines like the American Academy of Pediatrics recommends. It's recently been reported that they are, they haven't reiterated their stance yet, but it is in a huge move. They have agreed to sort of revisit and do a review of the evidence, which as you know, you asked for the sort of the big picture of where this ideology stands. Europe is backpedaling. Sweden, Finland, France, the UK, uh, state of Florida here in the United States, but they've all done reviews of the literature and they found that treating gender dysphoria, gender confusion with hormones and surgery is very low quality evidence. And now they recommend psychotherapy, and which is the first uh, line of uh, intervention if you have a gender distressed child. But here in the United States, uh, as I've said often, we're sort of stomping on the gas, but uh, and just going full bore into this ideology, treating uh, medicalizing children who are very vulnerable, often suffering from an array of psychiatric comorbidities with uh, a very low quality okay. uh, protocol. But that's, I just want to, I want to just go back and reframe that. The rest, right. the evidence is the evidence, but as the rest of the world seeing the evidence, they're backing off and said, look, we got to review yeah. this more and maybe we start with psychotherapy, the psychiatrist medical part of this, which Dr. Grossman's a psychiatrist, not a psychologist. You go with that route, and then maybe you go other routes. But in the United States, even with the review by the American Academy of Pediatrics, it's still pedal to the metal, both the political class and the biopharma medical uh, industry. That's correct. The AAP has just announced that they're going to do a review. They haven't done it yet. Um, and we need to keep a very watchful eye because they are very dug in. Uh, if there have been years of pressure, activists have been 
asking the AAP to do a review like this to no avail, but this, this could potentially be a sea change, but we're going to have to watch very closely because I think the ideologues are not going to let go of their grip on power of all the institutions, the mainstream groups like the AAP, the Endocrine Society, the Pediatric Endocrine Society. They've all, endocrinologists that have been pushing back have told me that the World Professional Association for Transgender Health, WPATH, has co-opted a lot of these groups and they will not go down without a fight, I can tell you that. Uh, Dr. Grossman's book outlines the, the, the fierce force that this group has on the American medical system. Uh, children and teenagers who are very vulnerable and mentally struggling are sent down a conveyor belt to the gender clinics these days. Uh, a lot of this starts in the schools, but it's everywhere in culture. And even in states, I recently heard from a mom, one state that has implemented a ban on this kind of thing uh, for minors, uh, her daughter is still able to acquire testosterone in the uh, on the black market. So this is uh, there's a lot of work to be done yet before we see this medical scandal face the reckoning that it deserves. Brandon, hang on one second. I think we worked at the technical issues with Dr. Grossman. Th this book is a game changer. One, Dr. Grossman came at this with no, you know, dog in this fight. She, she, this is all through her practice. She's an incredibly respected uh, psychiatrist. Uh, and not some, you know, right wing, uh, right wing firebrand. So, Doctor Grossman, tell me what, what the book is. Everybody I know that's read it has loved it. I've gotten tremendous feedback on this book. Uh, and but I understand from Tony Lyons that there's a suppression campaign going around. I guess at bookstores and maybe even Amazon. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Steve, sorry for the delay. There were some technical problems over here. Thanks for having me. I'm very that's okay. angry. That's okay. Yeah. I, I'm very angry that Barnes & Noble is basically censoring my book. Okay, I'm a child and adolescent psychiatrist. I've been helping families for 40 years. I sat down and I wrote this book, which is going to guide parents so that they can prevent their children from becoming dependent on pharmaceuticals for the rest of their lives. What do I mean by that? dependent on estrogen and testosterone. Because you see, once these kids are placed on blockers and then cross-sex hormones, it is for the rest of their lives. And they become a source of about, each kid, I understand, about a million dollars for the, pharma the pharmaceutical companies. So I have written a book laying out for parents what they need to understand and what they need to do. And uh, Barnes & Noble has effectively made it nearly impossible to get my book. Uh, on the other hand, I went into my Barnes & Noble the other day, and after finding out that I couldn't find my book there, basically, I did find a whole pile of books for preschoolers, preschoolers, Steve, telling them, of course, that it's possible to be born in the wrong body, that you cannot tell if someone is a boy or a girl without asking them and, 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 and all the rest of it. Totally no scientific basis for any of it. And yet Barnes & Noble is refusing to make my book available to parents, a book that has tools that parents need, especially now school is starting, okay? I wanna speak directly to parents now. School is starting depending on whatever school you're dealing with, the principal, the teacher, the guidance counselor, depending on how activist they are, your child may be in danger. 
what am I, what am I mean by in danger? And I've seen this over and over again in my office. What that means is that kids are led to believe that their bodies may be a mistake. They are led to believe that when they were born or before they were born, uh, their parents were given the wrong sex. They are not really a boy. They are not really a girl. And they are indoctrinated with these ideas from an early age. Now, I'm here to tell, explain to parents that these are, aside from being false ideas and unscientific ideas, these are destabilizing ideas to a child emotionally. Okay, this is, this is going to cause confusion in your child. But there is a lot that you can do. I provide in my book a roadmap for parents. Parents, you need this information. I know everyone is so busy. Okay, but just take one hour, one hour, less than an hour. Read one chapter, the chapter about schools, with all the information so that you will understand what is going on in these schools. They are placing a wedge between you and your child. I'm giving you a heads up. I want you to have these tools. I walk you through what you need to do. No other book is doing that. And I have 40 years of experience helping families. And I'm telling you that we are in a medical calamity right now. We are in the midst of it. In a few years when it's over, it'll be easy to look back and say, how could we ever have done that? How could we have been teaching kids this stuff? Now we're in the middle of it. The trick is to realize it now and to get the information and the tools that you need before school starts, you put the school on notice. Okay, you parents have uh, constitutional rights to direct the upbringing and education of your children. You need to know your rights and you need, I have in the book a form that can be downloaded and you, bring, you sign that form you bring it to the school and it lays out there exactly what you want and don't want for your child. Uh, Dr. Grossman, I tell you what, how do people get, can they get the book on Amazon or where else can they get it? Uh, what we're going to try to do is get you back on the morning show tomorrow. Cause we're running out of time here. We had a tough time getting you up. The book, as I said, everybody I've given it to is blown away by it. Uh, can they go to Amazon right now or the, can they go Absolutely. to Sky Horse and order if they can't get a Barnes no, & Noble? I would Barnes say I would say go go to Amazon, but do it through my website because Amazon is filled with bogus books trying to trick people into buying bogus books. So do it through my website or my Twitter. My website, MiriamGrossmanMD.com. My Twitter, Miriam underscore Grossman. Use that links so that you don't buy the wrong book. People yeah. don't want okay. this and book to get out there. No, and we're going to hopefully, my producers will talk to you right after this. I want to get you on the morning show tomorrow to, to give this, since people are going back to school, to give this warning to parents. Um, Dr. Grossman, thank you. Real quickly, uh, you say, uh, Brandon, you've been the lead, the tip of the spear in this. Real quickly, you're saying the members of Congress have to be held accountable in this fiasco. What do you mean by that? Uh, basically, what I mean by that is that mostly the Democratic Party, which is digging their heels in at the moment, but a few craven Republicans at the state level are going to have to face the music soon. I very much believe it. This is one of the worst medical scandals the world has ever seen. The July 27th congressional hearings, I think, were a watershed moment. Chloe Cole, 19 years old on her birthday, was testifying about how she was drugged and disfigured as a minor. 
uh, and the Democrats just refuse to acknowledge the truth. And so uh, there is a reckoning coming. And uh, as Isaiah the prophet said in Isaiah chapter 10, verse 3, what will you do on the day of reckoning when disaster comes from afar? Where will you go for help? To whom will you leave your riches? Uh, those are very apt words today for all those who are defending this barbarism, this barbaric pseudoscience against children. And all those who have defended this are not going to be allowed to memory hole their support of this insanity because we've got receipts. Uh, Brandon, my producer also talked to you. I, we definitely want you on the morning show also tomorrow morning because we didn't have enough time to develop this. This is this is central to what is happening in to our country right now and to our yes. culture. Brandon Showalter. Brandon, where do people go for your reporting over the Christian Post and what's your social media? My social media uh, is at Brandon M. Show on Twitter. Of course, all of our print reporting, including my latest column, is at ChristianPost.com. And I would just say, if you want to see some of these families that have been torn apart, like Dr. Grossman was saying, go to deadnamedocumentary.com and you'll see how families are being ripped to shreds by this ideology and this medicalization. Deadnamedocumentary.com, small fee to watch. It's a gut punch, but we're going to have a reckoning because of how many children, young people, and their families have been have been torn to shreds, and that's not hyperbole. Deadnamedocumentary.com. Brandon, you're a warrior and tip of the spear. Honored to have you on here, brother. Brandon Schultz. Thank you, Steve. See you. Okay, I want, we're going to leave you now with the uh, Zydeco version of the Battle of New Orleans. Remember, this is one of the most important battles in the uh, one of the most important battles in the history of our country. It essentially ended the revolution. What I mean by that is the British didn't give up after they lost uh, the first time in the revolution. They came back in the War of eighteen twelve, and Andrew Jackson, General Andrew Jackson, was there to stop it. The Zydeco version. It's got that Louisiana flavor to it of uh, Zach's Bonton, the great album from Zach Chandler. Okay. Uh, or Zach Richards. We're going to take you out with the Battle of New Orleans. See you tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock.
You should choose an air purifier like your life depends on it, because it just might. Canadian wildfire smoke has blanketed the United States, reaching as far as our southern states. And with wildfire season in full swing nationwide, toxic smoke is threatening our health. EnviroCleanse is military-grade air purification that's now available for your home. EnviroCleanse is specifically designed to wipe out airborne chemicals and viruses known to cause illness, allergies, and difficulty in breathing. Even toxic gases and particles found in wildfire smoke are no match for EnviroCleanse. That is how you keep your family healthy. And this is why the Department of Defense chose EnviroCleanse to protect the air on board our Navy combatants. And only EnviroCleanse comes with a free professional air quality monitor so you know your family's breathing purified air or you get your money back. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com. And use code STEVE for 10% off your EnviroCleanse air purification unit. You'll also receive the free air quality monitor plus fast free shipping. That's $150 saving. Now visit ekpure.com. ekpure.com. Code word Steve. ekpure.com. Code word Steve. Take action. Use your agency. Veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. 
You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out.